Hello and welcome back to I Want Our Job, the podcast. We are here to share career and life stories that give you inspiration and new ideas for life. We want to give you those why not or what if moments that change your perspective. If you enjoy this show, please click share and send it to a friend. Our guest today is Bethany Hamilton. And Bethany is unstoppable. Since losing her left arm at the age of 13 to a tiger shark, nothing has stopped Bethany from living her life to the fullest. When Bethany returned to surfing just one month after losing her arm, and two years later won a national surf title, she became an inspiration to millions. You may have heard or seen the movie Soul Surfer released in 2011 about Bethany's story. Bethany's latest documentary, Unstoppable, offers a deeper, wider, and more personal view into her life, including her early childhood, competitive surfing career, marriage, and motherhood. It also follows her into those magnificent waves while she surfs Jaws and other locations. In this conversation, Bethany shares how her values, family, faith, and love for the ocean have guided her life path. If you need the courage to go after your deepest desires, you'll be blown away by Bethany's mindset. Seriously, Bethany is one of the most inspiring people I've ever come across. Hearing about her life and everything she has achieved can seem impossible and too distant to be relatable, but that is precisely why you have to listen to this conversation and put Unstoppable on your must-watch list. Bethany's kind, compassionate, and unassuming nature makes her relatable as an athlete, mother, and friend. Here is the Unstoppable Bethany. Um, let's just start with, tell us, I'm curious when you fell in love with surfing. Oh, it's my passion for surfing started young. I was, um, you know, I, I think I was on a board before I could walk and just grew up as a kid. Like the beach was my playground and then I became a little mermaid. And I think by age like seven, I started to really get into surfing and that was when I would ask my parents to take me to the beach and take me surfing and um, my whole family surfs, so it's kind of automatic, but um, you know, and you never know how things will work out, um, but I definitely had the bug and just loved being in the water and the challenge of riding waves and yeah, I just kind of had a knack for it. I mean, you are a little mermaid. Every time, like I watched Unstoppable, we're going to talk about your docu- new documentary, but in it, I think it shows kind of how you started to love it and just how you took to it. I mean, it just seemed like you're just, just like a natural fit for the water. And um, it's really interesting. I want to know before the accident, you were already competing and on your way to becoming like a professional surfer. Like you knew this is what you wanted to do, right? Yes, I definitely was on the path and you know anyone locally would kind of know it too that wow she's got that she's got what it takes to be one of the best and I also just had that like kind of natural drive and um, just determination and yeah so it was cool because my whole family supported me and they saw my talent and abilities and were on board for whatever I decided to do with it all yeah, and it was amazing. There was this scene in Unstoppable shortly after you lost your arm, and the reporter asked you if you would keep surfing, and you told him you know you would. Like, I, I was breathtaking moment. Like, when you <laughs> talk about that, what goes to your mind watching yourself at 13? 
Oh my gosh, I'm even like kind of in awe of myself. <laughs> um, as a young girl, I just, I definitely, um, I had something unique. And I think a lot of that had to do with just kind of my natural character and the way God made me, but also how my parents raised me. And, um, you know, I became a Christian as a young child. And so I kind of had a sense of like, I want to be my, the best I can be, but also like God's in charge and whatever he wants to happen is going to happen. And so I think I just kind of, um, yeah, I think I look back on when I lost my arm in the shark attack and how I reacted to that. And my reaction was so like, it's okay. Like I'm thankful I'm alive and there's so much more to life beyond this, um, momentary pain that I'm facing. And yeah, I really had a, a resilience to, to me and that situation in that time. And yeah, less than a month later, I was out surfing. <laughs> it's extraordinary. Like seriously, you are one of the most inspiring people I've come across. Um, oh, thank you. It's true. So I'm curious. I know that faith and your religion, it's been a big part of your life. Tell us a little bit about like those early influences in your family and kind of how having, how, first of all, how did they get you to believe in that faith? Because some kids might be introduced to it and not really take to it. But what was it that really um, clicked with you? Yeah, I look back on that and I'm like, yeah, it is interesting how you know, there's things in the Bible that say, like, like God says, like, let the little ones come to me. And like, he so like, there's verses in the Bible that also say something, stuff like, I don't have it all memorized, but um, like, oh, uh, have childlike faith. And so I think I had that childlike faith. Like, you know, as we get older, we complicate things and, you know, we think we know it all and we think we deserve to know it all too. So, um, that can kind of conflict with childlike faith. And I definitely like, I, you know, even if I didn't believe now, like I look back, which I do believe now. And, um, I look back on my 13 year old self and the resiliency I had, like, I remember praying to God and being like, help me get through this. And, I just had this incredible sense of peace that God was in control of the situation. And rather than feeling angry or like broken, so to say, I just was like, okay, God, you know better than I do. And I'm just going to like trust you. It's like, and I remember my mom would always read the Bible to me at bedtime, just, you know, a few verses, nothing crazy long, just a few verses here and there. And that, kind of instilled in me faith and and also taught me a lot about character and um yeah so when I lost my arm it was like okay god well you got uh, you got us in your hand and I'm not gonna stress about it and so life kind of just went on and yeah I see all like the beautiful and good things that have come from the loss of my arm and I cherish that and you know, I wouldn't change my life or try to, I don't know, I don't like spend a lot of time thinking what if or pitying myself. I just kind of roll with it and trust in God. 
Amazing. And, and so you've traveled a lot and you've seen, I mean, you've been around the world, you've seen people your age growing up and I'm sure getting into trouble and you seem to have avoided all those pitfalls. Um, you've always just been so grounded. Do you think it's your faith? Do you think it's like the surfing or being in nature? What is it that's kind of kept you just so, I mean, your values are just so solid. Like you really know how yeah. to enjoy life. Oh my gosh, yes. And living on a little island, a lot of people um, can get carried away and, and not healthy things. And so growing up here, like, I knew what was right and wrong. And I knew what would, um, you know, bring me joy and what would bring me down. Mm-hmm. And so as in my teenage years, I'm just like, so thankful for the choices I made and how they affect me as a 30 year old woman now. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just so grateful that I had like good head on my shoulders and um, you know, I had the opportunity to make all the bad choices in the world, but I chose good choices and I'm like immensely grateful. You know, yes, nature had a play in that. I I found a lot of my kind of like outlet in, in the ocean and pushing myself with surfing and pushing myself towards a professional career kept me grounded too but yeah just having um like growing up in a household of values and being aware of like good and evil really helped me um grow as a young woman and I I also just had really amazing friends too I had two very different groups of friends and you know I look at the two group of friends who I'm still friends with to today and both of their lives look very different and the group of friends that kind of had really good heads on their shoulders. Um, I just admire all of them to this day. And I feel like they're all just like wonderful humans that are making great choices and don't have a whole lot of regrets or as much maybe pain from their own choices. So um, it's just cool to see the contrast of like the different opportunities I had as a teenager and the routes I could have taken. And, um, I'm thankful for the roots I did take. Absolutely. And so I know when Soul Surfer was released, it probably changed your life. Tell us about like how your life changed and what were some of the milestones after the movie came out? Oh gosh. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, I guess to give a sense to everyone listening, um, my character is like, I'm more, I tend to be more shy, you know, I'm not like the one to kind of get everyone chatting or open everyone up. I'm more like happy to hang out. And if someone talks to me, I'll talk, but I'm not usually the conversation starter. Um, I like to just kind of do my thing and hang out, but not like be the um, life of the party. So when Soul Server came out, I was like, kind of thrashed into being the life of the party and um, it felt very overwhelming and um, just challenging for my natural nature mm-hmm. um, so but it was also really like just exciting and beautiful and I loved um, the process of how I mean it was very challenging so I can't say I love the process but it was interesting to be a part of the process of making the film and my whole family and I were involved in like very thoroughly and a lot of the different steps of making the film from script writing to just day-to-day being on set. Um, my brother and sister-in-law were executive producers and 
we all had little cameos in the film so yeah we weren't just like kind of like throwing the the film into other people's hands we were there kind of making sure we were happy with the film so when it did came out it was really exciting and you know I think of I work with an organization called Make-A-Wish and I've met a lot of kids who have spent a lot of time in the hospitals and who are going through like really challenging life um, life circumstances and I think well they could be watching Toy Story or Soul Surfer and I'm really happy they're watching Soul Surfer because they're gonna get a hint of hope there and a reminder that they can overcome and so just things like that kind of keep me going with sharing my story and knowing that it's making an impact and uplifting someone out there that I may not know, but they're going through something hard. And it's just an honor to be in that like realm of um, position. And I, I definitely cherish it, but I also love just to go and hide away in my island home and <laughs> do simple things like pick weeds out in the yard. <laughs> oh, you so are inspiring so many people, like no doubt. Tell us the story of Unstoppable, of what, how, when you decided to, to make that documentary. Yeah, so Unstoppable, I want to say um, I met my husband um, when I was about 21 or 2, I think, and then we got married when I was 23. And then sometime after, about a year after we got married, we started working on Unstoppable. And my husband was like, you still have unchecked boxes in your surfing and we need to just do it while we can and while you're young. And wow. so he kind of came on board just to support me in my journey. And so that was like, I'll be forever gr grateful to him. And, and then a year into filming, um, we found out I was pregnant, which we weren't really planning that quite at that time. So um, that kind of threw things for a loop. But let me go back to like the heart behind the um, making of the film was actually to make a high performance short film. So just like 10 minutes long of me just pushing women surfing and female surfing and um, just pushing the limits and more so just pushing myself to be the best I could be and documenting it along the way. And then just a lot had happened during filmmaking and yeah, just the beauty of motherhood and continuing my sport after having my first son. And I had achieved a lot and had a lot of success in my sport. So we were like, what the heck, let's just make a documentary and it'll be cool. People get to know the real Bethany versus an actress. And it's just vastly different from Soul Surfer. So um I've had a lot of young young teenage girls and even boys say that they liked Unstoppable better <laughs> so that's really exciting to hear just because I think a lot of our young people need real nowadays and um honest and so I shared a lot of the ups and downs of my surfing journey and naturally my journey as a motherhood which is I think really fun to share because there's not too many films. I don't know if any films on um, based on mothers in in professional sports. So I'm hoping to inspire some moms out there to yeah just keep doing what they love and yeah. But granted, I am still a pretty full time mom. Um, I get to spend a lot of time with my boys. So and I wouldn't want to miss that for the world. So 
yeah, it's, it's been quite the journey and now it's out. So it's been really exciting just to hear the impact it's having and yeah, just sharing a different side of my story. <laughs> it is. And I recommend everyone watch it. It's first of all, the, the scenery and watching you on those waves is absolutely breathtaking. It's stunning. It's amazing to watch you do what you do. And then there's that scene being talking about being a mother when you're competing, I think was this Fiji. And then you go back in on the boat and breastfeed. Like, like I can't even <laughs> how inspiring that will be. <laughs> I like, I love breastfeeding my kids. So um, I've nursed both my boys till about two years old because <laughs> I'm just one of those moms that I just, I value the beauty of breastfeeding and also the nutritional benefits. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so we make it work. We just kind of bring the kids along into our world. And being that I am in sport and a lot of time at the beach, um, it's it's really easy to bring the kids along to work. <laughs> what about how you kept surfing? Like for a pretty much, a, uh, you know, several, I don't remember how many months, but there you were looking gorgeous, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know what? I think for everyone else in the world, it's so weird. Like, it's like kind of mind blowing for that how long I surfed. But growing up in Hawaii, you see a lot of pregnant women surfing, and like, it's just everyone's outdoors and active here. And so, you are always seeing pregnant women kind of doing their thing, whether it's beach volleyball or walking the beach or surfing or swimming. And it's just, um, yeah, it's not as big of a deal, so to say, but um, I definitely surfed as long as I could, and I would uh, put all the pressure on my boobs as I paddled, and then, like, kind of just figure out my way to get on top of a wave, <laughs> um, but it definitely was my happy place, too, while being pregnant, and especially, like, once you start to get past, like, five or six months, like, mm -hmm. just the pressure on your body, like, being in the water feels so good. So if I wasn't surfing, I was swimming. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So as you talk about, you went back to competitive surfing. To tell us about a few of the highs and lows when you just, like, in your journey when you came back to competitive surfing. Yeah, so... Um, I competed um, about since age four years old till 22 or one. And um, especially from age 18 to 21, I was very um, like putting everything I had into competitive surfing. And then I decided to take a break and I had just so much on my plate um, with Soul Surfer coming out and just being having a lot of distractions pulling me from my sport and my passion so yeah it was just a season of like I also met my husband at that time so just took a little break and then after I had my son um I just got the bug to keep pushing my surfing and I was I guess I was filming the documentary too so you know I had set aside the time and money to um keep working on my surfing through surf travel and filming and um yeah naturally I just I ended up getting a wild card into the world tour of surfing uh, the world surfing league um one of their biggest events in Fiji and I ended up placing third and taking that part down, of the movie. Yes. yeah I took down two world champs along the way so it was kind of just a reminder, like, whoa, I still got it. Like, I'm up there with the best. And um, 
yeah, it felt really amazing and it was just cool. And um, fast forward to today, I'm actually going to be competing full time this coming year um, after having my second son. He's going to be two in March. So, um, yeah, it's just been like full circle, just kind of keep getting pulled back into competitive surfing. And now I guess I find myself to be quite competitive. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait to see it. Um, and then there's another part of the movie where you go to Jaws, which was like, it really made my jaw drop. Um, the fact that you would go into it and then paddled into it. Can you talk to us about that? Yeah, that was definitely some of the scariest surfing I've done in my whole life. And I absolutely loved it, oddly enough. <laughs> um, and yeah, I've always kind of had a knack for surfing big waves and just like the thrill and adrenaline of it. And there are a lot of women um, charging big wave surfing nowadays. So it's becoming more and more of the normal. And so, yeah, that was just kind of a goal on my kind of dream list of goals and um, just decided to go for it. And um, yeah, I had an incredible go at surfing some of the biggest waves of my life. And yeah, it's really amazing to be able to share the beauty of big waves with the world. And whether you know anything about surfing or not, like that was our, my goal with the film and also the director of the film, Aaron Lieber. Our goal was to just inspire everyone, whether they surf or not, and just to kind of, yeah, be in awe of the beauty of the ocean, too. So, yeah, it's pretty, yeah, I still, I just get excited just thinking about that day or those days out there. And so, okay, the, it's funny to me you're saying excited because it's terrifying to watch you go into that. And then when you yeah. when you were under the wave and then you're, the guy was getting you out on the jet ski and you come out smiling, like, I'm like, what is going through your mind? Like, wasn't that terrifying to be under that giant, like 60 foot tall wave? I can't imagine. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm just kind of weird like that. Um, I just find amusement and maybe slightly a little bit in my own pain. Not that, and I knew I was okay. So I think I was just smiling because I'm like, okay, like that was crazy, but I'm okay. <laughs> so yeah, it's um, kind of hard. I feel like anyone listening is hard. You got to see the film because you may not fully comprehend what we're talking about right now, but the film does a really good job of showing me kind of like almost dying, but not really. Um, <laughs> and smiling my way through it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. People have to see the movie. And also I noticed that um, it's on common sense media's website of documentaries for approved for eight and up. Cause I watched it with my kids. So that's another reason to see it with your kids. Um, yeah 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 even my four-year-old son has watched it so it's not too crazy scary but maybe no. they can close their eyes for a little bit if um they're more sensitive and oh. I'm pretty specific about much what my boy watches so he doesn't really watch much tv at all but since it's just real life stuff um yeah, it's pretty easy going for kids to watch. <laughs> Absolutely. And that reminds me that another scene that um, took my breath away is when um, you mentioned shortly after that you're glad that it happened to you and not your best friend, Alana. 
And honestly, like my thought was your name, an angel, like how you could have thought. I'm serious. Like it just- I know. Cool. Actually, every time I see that scene, it like makes me cry because it's weird. I still feel that way today. Like just, we had a really special friendship and we are still good friends today. Um, but I just think of like, I just can't imagine her going through what I went through and- yeah, I think God just had me in the right place at the right time, as weird as that sounds. And I, yeah, I definitely am glad it was me and not her. And yeah, I'm just thankful that I had the strength to keep living life the best with the best in all of me that I've got. And um, yeah, it's weird because I've accomplished just as much, if not more, than I had dreamed as a little girl before um, the loss of my arm. So I'm not feeling like I'm missing out on anything. No, no, you're not. And I'm glad to know you're still friends. I think that was the question my daughter wanted me to ask you. After oh, we yeah, I know. Little girls always want to know, are they still friends? <laughs> yes, we're good friends. We We don't hang out a whole lot, but when we do, we're really excited too so good um I'll, tell us about the friends of bethany oh yes so i have a foundation friends of bethany and we started that um a few years after i lost my arm because we just i think after i lost my arm like we just had such an overwhelming support from my local community and people around the world and just encouraging my family and i with um all that we are facing and so we wanted to do the same for other people going through similar circumstances that we had faced and so now um, what friends of bethany looks like today is we put on retreats for people who have uh, limb difference so um usually young women and we just did our first um, young men's retreat and they're literally the most incredible um events i get to be a part of just in anything like I'm just blown away by how beautiful, um, beautiful these retreats we, I get to be a part of, and we're actually changing lives um, on a really deep level, and it's really amazing because there's so many women and men like myself who have faced such incredible circumstances, and they are either really struggling and need help, or they just need to, like, be reminded that they can share their story too and be inspiring other people out there in the world. And so, um, yeah, it's really beautiful. And we also do care packages for people who have um, suffer limb loss or shark attacks. And those are really special too, because I think right when you first are going through like something so traumatic like that, just to be able to receive something that brings you hope and light and encouragement um is really special so yeah i love what my foundation does and we have a lot of just um we just only are doing really amazing work so it feels good <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure it's so life-changing for people come and then do they they have the support do they then um communicate with each other and there's this network yes like literally the best part of the retreat is we're building up friendships and girls and guys are meeting other guys and the girls are meeting other girls and then they have this like friendship sort of accountability to like lift each other up and keep in touch and 
yeah, a lot of the retreats we have girls return to who are just like really needing encouragement. So, um, yeah, I, I think this is something I will definitely do for the rest of my life. And, um, yeah, I just love the beauty of like, just kind of safe environments for people to um, open up and also just be challenged as well. And like, reminded that they can overcome so much more than they think they can amazing um which reminds me you have a new series out also do you want to tell us about unstoppable yeah so kind of along like just like the the approach i've taken to life and my documentary we named it unstoppable and so I kind of have this like love hate with um, social media. I think it can be a really dark and awful place for a lot of people. So um, my heart behind doing my online course, uh, The Unstoppable Years, I take a whole year with um, anyone who joins the, the year uh, online course. And we just tackle all the things that I believe will lift us up to live an unstoppable life so for example we start the year with slowing ourselves down and being present and so that way we start to recognize that like in this fast-paced life sometimes being in a hurry overloading our plate too much and doing too much can really harm us in a deep way and can hinder us from becoming our best selves and also hinder us from being able to overcome because we just by the time we hit some crazy kind of storm in life, like we just have too much on our plate to even like comprehend trying to overcome it. So it's been really, really cool because to me, it's a, it's an opportunity to go a lot deeper than social media and just talk about like what life is really about and um, how we can be live unstoppable. Yeah. I love it. And um, tell us just what's a day in Bethany's life like? Um, my life, oh my gosh, feels a bit crazy right now because, um, yeah, I've just, I have a lot on my plate, but first of all, like I'm mom and wife and, and then lately I've treated surfing a lot more like a job because I have so many different roles that I realize that as much as it's a passion, I kind of have to treat it more like a job. So I'm trying to treat it more like a nine to five job. (laughs) Um, but I bring my kids a lot along the way a lot with that and so this year um, I've just been you know the last four months I've been training and prepping for the competitive season coming up which starts in the end of February and I'll be in Australia for a month and New Zealand and then later on in the new year I'll be in California and then later on then we'll be in um, Spain Mm-hmm. and a couple other locations competing so and then all the while I'm running my unstoppable year course um and I wanted to finish like my unstoppable course also has um just things about training your mind deepening relationships optimizing your health um letting go of comparison discovering your passion so yeah it's just like jam-packed and to me to make like actual change you need a long time so that's why I made it a whole year long because I was like there's no way someone could go through this in just like even a month or two. Like it just needs time and for to grow and learn and make really big positive change. Like you need time. So 
it's been really incredible to see the changes that are already happening. <laughs> I love that. And when I learned that it was a year, I instantly had so much respect for you because it's true. Like all these people that do these courses, you know, read this book, take this course and you're going to change. Like that's not yeah. going to happen. So no, it takes time. And especially a lot of like what we kind of tackle in the year too, it also takes, kind of brings you to a place of like, Hey, like, am I like making choices that are bringing me towards my goals? Or, like, and yeah, just how am I approaching each and every day? Like you really have to kind of like question yourself and get honest and really kind of dig deep on um, your strengths and weaknesses to then grow and um, just get more anchored in who you are and the life you want to live. Because a lot of that too, I found just being married, like my husband and I are realizing like, we just need to like, like spend more time just sitting and talking and having like husband and wife meeting because yeah. otherwise we get carried away on the day to day and we forget about like the goals that we want to reach together or um, on our own, you know, and so just taking time to put your thoughts towards the things that you want to accomplish. Yeah, it's amazing. You found the perfect partner too. So I know I'm so thankful. I'm like blown away um, all the time by just that we get to share life together. And even, you know, we're, we're still, I would consider babies, but we've been married now six years, um, coming on seven this year. So, and we're doing good and um, we definitely jam through life together. So it's fun. <laughs> I love it. Um, I'm curious, are you would you say you're super organized and disciplined? I, I have a feeling yes, but I'm wondering if you would say that. I, it's funny because after I got, or after I had kids, I realized my need for organization. And I've always had quite a bit of discipline, um, but organization was a big one and I'm still working that one out. <laughs> and I, I imagine it might be a lifelong thing that you're just kind of constantly like, reorganizing yourself and re-evaluating like whatever it is that you're because I imagine as the kids grow like things will change so you gotta like reorganize and stay disciplined but yeah I'm definitely very like self-driven and disciplined like my husband pointed that out like three or four years into our marriage he's like wow like I don't know how you stay so driven and motivated because I would just be like, go, 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 and like keep working on the, the dreams and goals. And so, and I think that I learned that from surfing. Like, it's weird how much, you know, everyone thinks of surfing as just like a pastime and it's really fun. And like a lot of people who surf are kind of like hippies and cruisers, but um, surfing has taught me so much about overcoming and being disciplined and you know, sometimes you paddle out and the ocean just feels like it's like trying to send you to the beach. So you have to like take your tired muscles and push past it and like get back out there. And um, so it really teaches you like resilience and uh, not giving up. And um, so, yeah, I've learned so much from the ocean. I It's been like one of my schooling, so to say. <laughs> I'm curious, so you are inspiration to so many, and I'm wondering who are your biggest influences? Like who has really inspired you? 
Oh gosh, I feel like I've always, you know, there's never really been like one particular person that I've like clung on to, but I'm always kind of like taking, I don't know, I feel like everyone I come across, especially those close into my life, like I think of my family, for example, um, like I love how my husband just sees the good in everyone and is like really like kind of forgiving and um he kind of accepts everyone as they are and I just admire that so much about him or like my mom she's really spontaneous and fun and she's like she'll kind of just be like driving along and all of a sudden she sees an opportunity to go do something fun and exciting and she'll just turn the car and go um whereas my dad he's like really supportive of everyone around them around him and he's just the ultimate like kind of like I got your back like I'm here to support you whatever you need like I got you and I like love that about him so um yeah just and then on top of that like I just you know I have friends and I don't know I I don't like cling on to celebrities out there much but I'm always kind of like listening to podcasts and um, reading books and always just kind of getting tips and ideas here and there and just kind of yeah just finding the good in everyone and but also recognizing the not so good and like being like okay I don't want that to be a part of my life like I don't admire that aspect of their life and I'm gonna like like try to keep an eye on that in my own circumstance and try to just coach myself along to like say yes and no to the good or the not so good or you know the things that bring me toward my goals and the things that don't I kind of let them go (laughs) I love it um and so I mean you've already done so much and you're trying so many things the the series the books by the way I have Unstoppable and the other book you you have several out I know I have the one that goes with Unstoppable another one about like healthy eating right Yeah, yeah yeah We got that one too. Do you want to talk about some of your other books? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have quite a few books out now. It's like kind of crazy. <laughs> um, but we recently, well, I guess our most recent books, um, we, my husband and I, my husband wrote a kid's book, which is probably my favorite of all the books because it's called Unstoppable Me. And it's about a little lion who surfs and has a wipeout and then gets back out there. And I love reading it to my boys because it's just instilling like the unstoppable spirit in them Mm -hmm. and like reminding them that they might get have some wipeouts in life but they can overcome and then we wrote um unstoppable what is it unstoppable it's like kind of a coffee table book like just filled with inspiration and beautiful photos yes yeah um that one is just kind of meant to be like you can open it up to any page and kind of get like a nugget of inspiration and so and then i and then my other book um before those one was um gosh i can't even remember the name but i wrote it for more for young women and teenage girls um to just encourage them in their health journey because i just like our young generation now there's just I think it's one in three girls has eating disorders and um, just a lot of self-identity and image issues. So my hope was just to encourage them in their journey of health and caring for themselves and loving themselves just as they are. and Just developing good healthy habits because 
I've had the privilege of learning from the best um, as a professional athlete. So, you know, I have like actual tools that are um, anyone can do. So it was really fun to just put in a book and yeah, just encourage our young girls because I just have a heart for them. And, you know, I had my issues when I was a teenager. So um, I know how they feel. And yeah, I hope that um, that just does exactly what I kind of just said but yeah and then soul surfer the book and so many different little projects and then now the unstoppable online course which is probably my greatest passion project um of all because I really see the potential that it has to actually change people's lives so it's really just fun to do the, the awesome work that I get to do <laughs> It is. And so is there anything else that you see yourself doing? I mean, you're still so young. You have so much time. And I know. Actually, I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I feel like it's that scenario of like, there is no limits, but I also don't want to do so much that I do too much, you know, and I already feel like I've done a lot, but so I kind of have the secret dream to retire young if that works out, but obviously we got to like save up retirement money. So I don't, I'm not, I'm definitely far from that. <laughs> um, but yeah, my husband and I, like we love our two boys. So we hope to have more kids and um, yeah, just kind of keep inspiring people and continue doing what we're already doing. But yeah, we're, I kind of have this dream to do like uh, young women's conferences, like I do one a year with um, my foundation and another foundation. We partner together and we do this amazing like one day women's conference. And I can see myself doing more of that just because it's so life giving to everyone who comes. And I just, you know, I grew up going to things like that. And I know that those things do make a difference. So I love the idea of doing more of that. And but for the 2020, I'm just um, actually putting like most of my focus on surfing. So um, I'm excited just to keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the conference and that's such a great idea um, because you were so inspiring. I can't wait. Um, hopefully I can find a way to watch you surfing this year. Um, oh know. yeah, just keep an eye out on my social media because all the events I do are, so it's pretty cool. You can like be anywhere in the world and watch. Okay. Um, all us ladies compete, so. I will be watching. Bethany, you are extraordinary. It was such a pleasure and honor to talk to you today. Thank you. Thank you, Paulina, and thanks, everyone. <laughs>